everyone. Welcome to Deliberately Intentional with me, Remy Fagbon. Today, we are going to be talking about intentionally dealing with your own trauma. Yeah. Trauma is something that I feel like every single one of us is dealing with in various forms. I think mine, let me start with myself, because I feel like that's the one topic that I know really, really well between myself and my husband. I know those two topics well. And it kind of gives you an idea of the different things that we are all dealing with. So when we're, as our parents are raising us, whether they like it or not, they're putting whatever trauma they've probably had, if they've not dealt with it, they've put it on us as well. Now, what do I mean? For some people, it was a lack of affection. For some people, it was a lot of domestic violence that they saw growing up. For others, it's um, just no love, no love, no happiness in the home. Um, for a lot of African homes, they raise their kids with like structure and hard discipline and religion, heavy on the religion. But a lot, and then, oh, let's not forget, they are also really heavy on education. Education, success, um, religion. Mm. I think if I had to place them in order, it would be religion first success and education second, then debt discipline. They're nowhere in there are they thinking about your happiness and how you're going to relate to other people. And that, whether you like it or not, is something that as you grow up, you carry that on with you. And you also now become the person that, okay, you're either really driven, you're driven and you're completely focused on achieving this one goal, which is success or being top of the class. But you see, after a while, you're going to get all of that, and then you're going to look around and realize that you don't know how to do anything else. For some, it's, okay, I've been raised with this religion all my life, and I've known that I needed to be, I went to church, I did all of these other things. But some people went to church, they were very religious, but their insides were not necessarily the best. It it didn't, it didn't um, translate to being a good person. And so that's why you find that there are a lot of sometimes that there are a lot of people that are super religious, but they don't know how to, they still don't know how to relate to other people. So, but all of this comes from our homes. So how do you, if you've been raised with some kind of trauma, and I need to go back and talk about my own, mine was parents being uh, separated, separated, divorced at some point in time, one died, then just the effects of living in a polygamous household where I'm the first girl and I had to assume the responsibility of taking care of kids of my siblings at such a very young age. So it made me obviously a mother hen, but it also made me very bossy and decisive. This is what I'm doing. I didn't really ask too many questions about whether it worked for anybody. This is what I'm doing and I'm doing that. And if you take, if I just take just that little bit, oh, let me not talk, let me not forget the uh, physical abuse, domestic abuse, I don't know what you want to call it, but my dad was very, very heavy-handed. If Even though I became very outspoken, one thing I will say is that my dad was one that at the slightest thing, he could beat you. And there was nobody around. One thing I noticed, there was nobody around to like stay his hand because once my mom was no longer in the picture, the other people that were around at that point in time could not tell him anything. So the beating, when you have a, another parent around, you can say that, you know, the beating, my, ah, okay, stop, it's enough, you know, have a little, we didn't have any of that. So my dad could go at that for a while. And I realized later on that it didn't really have much to do with us or whatever it is we had done. He was taking out his frustrations. 
But guess what now happened to me? I was a little short-tempered when I first started. I was not... I do remember having instances whereby my hands were real quick, meaning that I was quick to tap my siblings. I was quick to like, it, a slap was not hard coming. And unfortunately, I realized that it came from everything that I had seen growing up. Um, yeah, I remember very vividly a fight I had with one of my sisters and I literally slapped her. And I said to my, I didn't notice it then that I was doing anything wrong because this is what I'd always grown up with. But Thankfully, before I had gotten to the point of having my child, I had gotten over that. Marriage is one of those things that whether you like it or not, it puts like a mirror in front of you and you get to really, really see yourself if you're if you're um, self-aware. And for me, I got to see that I had a lot of anger issues and a lot of those anger issues were coming from my childhood. I didn't understand that my dad had his issues and that it really had nothing to do with me or us. We didn't ask to be born. I didn't ask for any of that. But it took me looking back at him and using that to now apply to myself and saying that I don't want to be that way with my own child. And so when I talk about intentionality and being intentional, I don't say you should run away from any of the things that you've gone through. You're actually supposed to look at it and try to see if you can find a way to understand what happened so that you can make sure you don't do the same thing again. And that's kind of what I did for myself. I realized that, okay, if the, this, my dad in his, in his um, lifetime carried on way too much. So I'm very good at making sure like, I'm not going to carry too much. I don't want to frustrate myself. I don't want to frustrate the people around me. I don't want to allow myself to get angry. I don't want to become bitter. I don't want to become resentful. So I'm not the person that's gonna stay married or stay in a friendship or stay in a situation that I am not going to try to fix. Because I also realized that everyone's trauma is different. So my husband, on the other hand, has a whole different outlook. He was equally angry and we carry so much baggage from this childhood that we don't even realize. But he was equally angry, but in a whole, he his anger came out in a whole different way. And so imagine two people, us two people coming together. It would it, it got kind of explosive at certain points in time. But I had to realize that, you know what, Remy, this cannot continue. It's going to get to the point that the two of you might eventually duke it out. And I didn't want that. So I had to realize that, you know what, there are things I didn't see growing up because I didn't see my dad and my mom work anything out. It was my dad's way or no way. Um, and, so, and same thing happened with all the other women that came along. And whether I like it or not, I was kind of sort of mirroring like that, you know what, anything I say had to go. I didn't have a lot of compromise. And that's what a lot of us are also dealing with. We're dealing with that trauma. We're dealing with a lack of not just seeing certain things. And we carry that into our relationships. My husband's trauma, his is different. Um, I'm going to leave his trauma for the day that he comes into the show. So he needs to come. He's coming back because he's been already once. He's going to come back and we're going to talk about specifically about traumas. But if we're just looking at that premise of what I've mentioned before, of each person having one, you would realize that when a person is doing anything to you, they are coming from a different, they're coming from a place of hurt themselves and they've not dealt with their own trauma. Now, if we look at that on just that little thought it would help you be a little kinder to other people especially in your relationships because everyone's dealing with something and i think that what allows me to get along with so many different people is i'm understanding of that i'm aware that the way i was raised and how i've been able to change myself nobody else is nobody else is probably doing the same thing so i look at every interaction i have with anyone as an opportunity for me to 
give my insight on any of the various topics. And I care enough to want to know because every single time I have a conversation with something, someone, I learn something. And if I learn something each and every time, it allows me to have an even broader outlook in how I need to deal with people. And that's what makes it easier for me to also process my own trauma. Because I could hear a conversation with someone talking about their dad, and then I would realize that, okay, you know what, maybe, maybe that was what was going on with my dad. Got it. That makes sense. And it allows me to even process my own trauma even more. So I can look back on my past and I can smile and laugh and talk about it because I realize that, you know what, it it could have been anybody. It had it it did not, it was not specifically directed to war, it, even though I was the one most impacted by it. It was not like my dad had a different approach to dealing with everyone else. He dealt with everybody the same way because that was the only way he knew how to deal. I mean, with us kids. Outside people was a different story. But the way he dealt with his children was the only way he knew how because that was also what he had experienced when he was growing up. So how can I get mad at somebody that didn't really know any better? See my point? Like, that's one of the things that I feel like has helped me process my own trauma better. I don't, I'm not mad at him. I was not mad at him. I forgave him way before he died. But I knew that our relationship would not be the kind of relationship I wanted to have with a dad. But I knew that I could make my parenting style, make my relationship with my child, the kind that I wish I had. And that's that's kind of how I process it. That's how I let it go. That's how I forgave, was realizing that every single person, and that's not just my dad or my mom, it's everyone. Everyone's going around the world doing what they know how to do. What seems obvious to you and me is not as obvious to the next person. So you have an opportunity with every interaction to make a difference. And that's what I try to do. Um, do I deal with everyone's trauma? No, I don't. You have to have, there has to be some reason why I want to deal with you. And of course, in marriage, you're decided that you love this person. You've now had children with this person. So that person's trauma, you kind of need to deal with. When people come on the internet and they start talking about, oh, A, B, C, D, E, this is what this person did. You're not going to get a lot of empathy from a lot of people because they're not emotionally tied to this person. You are. So you need to understand that when you come asking for advice, unless you're dealing with somebody that has a lot of empathy, you're not going to get a lot of it on a lot on a chat site or anywhere. You're not going to get anyone that's going to be intentional enough to tell you that, hey, I understand that this is somebody that you love dearly. I may not be able to understand why you're dealing with it, but you have a reason why you should. And there's always a way to get through to someone. If you bother to find out what this trauma is, you can help them through that trauma and you can get the person to the other side because we all want to get there. Some of us don't even know that we're still dealing with our trauma. I definitely didn't know myself, but it takes somebody to allow you to realize that, you know what, this is what I need to change in myself. How have I learned or what have I learned? What have I learned in this growth process or in this, in my trauma? I've learned that I have a choice. I've learned that even if I don't see certain things, it doesn't mean that I can't think for myself about how I can make this situation better. So example, my dad was very heavy handed. 
I said that I was not going to be heavy handed, but I didn't even realize even when I was heavy handed, it did not occur to me at any point in time that I was doing exactly what my dad was doing. Not once would I have likened myself to that because I did not see it. And a lot of us are doing that exact same thing. A lot of us are walking around uh, critiquing our parents, but we don't see that we're doing the same things that our parents have done to us. Maybe in other ways, but we are all repeating sometimes the same cycle without saying, wait a second, let me pause here. I don't want to talk to people the way my dad spoke to people. I don't want to relate to people the way my dad related to people. I want to be a better parent. Nobody actually, it takes, it, it does take time, but it's a very intentional thought for you to say, I know that this is what I've seen. I'm going to pull back. I want to unlearn all of that. We spend so much, sometimes we spend so much time and money dealing with the outside, the exterior um, finishings, but we don't deal with what we've got going on inside. And it's super important that we do, because if we're not, then you're going to give your, anybody that comes your way is going to get hit by the trauma and the baggage that you're holding onto. The effects of, the effects of trauma on a marriage is literally everything that I've said above well pre the the effects of pause the effects of trauma your personal trauma on a marriage and on your children can go really really far if you don't deal with it i always say that i feel we need to understand ourselves first long before we ever say that we want to get into a relationship long before we even talk about having kids because if you're not careful and you've not dealt with it you're going to impact your child with it so i'm really grateful that whether I like it or not, every argument I had with my husband that I wanted to try to understand him, the more I understood him, the better it made me, believe it or not. Each argument you're having with someone, if you're if you're intuitive enough and you're curious enough, which I always was, you would want to find, okay, why do we keep arguing? Because that was something that kept coming up in my mind. Like, why do we argue so much? I knew I had an opinion. I always felt I wanted to give it. And that was because I always felt that my mom didn't give her opinion and she didn't I felt like my mom didn't fight enough I know so for me I felt like I need to fight more but it also made me very argumentative and I'll be honest and say that you know what I, I sometimes argue just for the sake of arguing like you know what I have to make a point I need to say it but now that I'm older I'm like it's not everything that I need to say it's I've learned now from also dealing with that realizing that even though I wanted to be different from my mom I was now making it difficult for the person that I was with who had his own trauma. And a little bit of my husband's trauma was he saw his parents arguing a lot. So every time I would come arguing, I was triggering a bit of his trauma without even knowing it. So it, it, it made our marriage in the early days extremely volatile. If I wasn't darkly keeping malice, then I was arguing over the sun shining. <laughs> it was never anything. And when I sit back and think about it, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe that I argued over something as minute as that because things like things that are even more complicated now, I'm like, you know what? I have the patience now to say, mm, it's not that important or eh, it's okay. We'll figure it out. I have a Maybe I should say I'm more gracious now. I'm more gracious. I realize that me not saying something in that moment doesn't mean that I've allowed anybody to walk all over me or it doesn't mean that I, I'm i um, stupid or... Nah, it just means that I'm picking my battles. And I'm realizing that our peace in our home is far more important than me trying to prove a point. 
And that's something that a lot of people need to understand. I'm not saying that your opinion isn't valid. I'm not saying that what you're trying, what you're fighting for, what you're arguing over isn't important. But is it more important than your overall happiness or the overall happiness of the two of you together or the peace in your home? See, that's what I'm going to leave you guys with today. You have got to be able to choose which battle you want to fight. But it also comes back to you understanding that you have to have dealt with your own personal trauma so you don't carry that trauma with you into your marriage or into your relationship or into the parenting of your children. I know far too many people that are carrying their trauma and saying to their children, well, this is not how I had it. <laughs> your children are not, not supposed to go through the same thing you went through. I personally go out of my way to say that my son's life is going to be 10 times better than mine. And that's the kind of intentional parenting that I used to raise him. And that's why he's the way he is. So I challenge all of you guys. How have you dealt with your trauma? I hope that you've dealt with it. I hope that you've put it behind you and you've healed. Because if you're a healed person, a healed person can't hurt anybody else with additional trauma. There's a whole, you can have your childhood trauma, then you can now give somebody some marital trauma just by them being involved with you. And you might not even know it. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Deliberately Intentional. New episodes will be released every Wednesday. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube page and leave a review on Apple and Spotify. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs>